Welcome, my friends, to Scrymier of the MTG Advice Podcast. I'm Riley. I'm Dennis. What's got you so giggly right at the gate? There's a very different energy to this to this show, Dennis. Why is that? So, usually what happens is Dennis and I, will jump on a call, we'll catch up oh, a little yeah, bit. Okay. What's been going on? How you doing? That's a little bit of a warm-up, you know, kind of get the energy right. Anyway, Dennis, you've got an absolutely stacked day today. Yes, got, I, I left a meeting early and I plan to be late to my next meeting to record this podcast. You know, to record this. So it's very, it's been very businesslike. It's been very straight into it. Yep. And the other thing as well is that Dennis like prepared all the questions. Mm, I knew I was putting Riley out by shifting around my schedule so much. So I wanted to be a good, good co-host and prep everything, which is, I imagine has thrusted you into the, the Dennis role, which you're not particularly comfortable with. Well, the, I mean, it's de- I love it, right? Like it's fantastic. It's nice to have the, the shoe be on the other foot. It's just a little uh-huh. like the, the, energy is i'm not gonna say it's bad because it's definitely not but it's it's just a little unfamiliar is where i'm at you know, that, that's where <laughs> i'm, I'm at territory right now. baby yeah i, I should have done the intro that would have been the real kicker the real reversal yeah and i could just sit here and play a game of league of legends on my second monitor while well, okay, <laughs> while recording. Not... um i actually uninstalled league so I, that's what uh, did that's you uninstalled it dude uninstalled Boo. it no no needed room needed room to actually didn't need the room just definitely didn't was, need the room what are you talking about yeah i got like 500 gigabytes or whatever but not just got got rid of it mate it's out anyway um it was just you know what i was doing dennis mm. i was cleaning up i was cleaning, cleaning up. up i was your cleaning computer up my full of drive. clutter your house full of clutter your life full of clutter you know how it is that's it you know i was trying to declutter at least one aspect i mean i'm generally generally pretty tidy person but dennis can't tell you this i've got this problem mate Do you know where i've got some clutter where's this just my, just this bloody drawer that's over here next to me full of magic cards. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. And the thing is, I'd like to sell them, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just can't be bothered. Like, I can't be bothered sorting them. Oh, I it's can't a really nightmare. Them. Seeing what they're buying, what they're not buying, like, all this stuff. I just, <laughs> the additions. I, I really can't be bothered. And do you know the other thing that is also really bothering me? What's that? I have exactly one too many cardboard boxes in my house. That's a real problem. That's a it's very a common real, problem. I saw but, a study. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It said on average, yeah. the average person has 1.2 more cardboard boxes in their house than they need. See, I'm 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 lucky then because I'm below the average. I'm at exactly one. Yeah, right? yeah. I just don't know what to do, man. I don't know what well, to do. I got this big drawer full of magic cards, unsorted, ungraded. They you want to sell, but you just don't want to get rid of right. Yeah, and yeah. I've got this other cardboard. And you know the other thing as well that, that I guess okay. I don't want to say it's all bad because there's some good stuff going on in my life right now. Um. The post offices is a, the post office is a pretty close walk from my house, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, I'm I'm literate. I can write out addresses, so I've got you know I've got some stuff going for me. But it's just this the cardboard and the the. All right, let me tell you about U box we buy. And here's the thing: well, I don't this think you even necessarily solve all my need problems. to be too literate because I think you it. print the shipping label yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I think I mean I think you need to be literate to navigate the website. Probably, I mean, it probably helps, right? Literacy, basic literacy, probably helps when. Uh, but when, I think there'll be very word. little writing. We have to fill out a form. There's actually some typing involved. Yeah. Okay. So but anyway, head you, to townfall.com/slash/ubox/we-buy. Dump all your cards in a box. Ship them to the Townfall Warehouse. They will give you money for them. I do not adjust your set. That is exactly what will happen. You will put cardboard in a box, and money will land in your account. That's the okay. whole deal. I have I've actually actually a legitimate question, right? Because I've seen some of the ads, and it's like people just chucking cardboard into a box, right? Mm-hmm. Should I actually package them? Like, should I put them? You in? You should probably package them because they don't want all your, all your cards to arrive moderately played. <laughs> yes, exactly, right. <laughs> so you should have make some effort to protect the actual cards mm-hmm. in the box. Mm-hmm. But generally speaking, you put the cards in the box, you get money for the cards. That's it. It's I. I <sighs> So here's the deal. Originally, originally, yeah. the original version of this was you would put your cards under your pillow, 
like you would a t- card with a tooth fairy, right? It's tooth, yeah. And you wake up in the morning, and there would just be a stack of dollars under your pillow. What now, we couldn't get it. Like, yeah. we, 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 were, we were in the department. We're figuring it out. We're hashing it out with the ops team. We couldn't get it to be quite that easy, but it's very close. It's, it's very it is, close. It is very close. It is It is pretty close. I mean, under the thing is, you, you, you're missing out a lot of disruption there as well. Like, I don't want someone, I don't want Mushy creeping into my house at the dead of night, like, and, and you know, getting someone. <laughs> like, not again, anyway. You not know, again, yeah. Not, yeah. A se- not for a second time. But no, um, seriously, do head over to you, channelfob.com slash ubox.webuy. I think you can also just Google it. But there is a form, and Riley, mm. there is an entry point on the form for you to tell them the Samar sent you. Yeah. Yeah, tell them because we need the clout. We need the we got to beat the other Channel Five or content creators, the other affiliates. We've got to let them know that we we uh, wield the heft of of the influencer, Dennis. Speaking of other Channel Five influencers, mate, I decided to do this like charity case, Make a Wish Foundation type thing, mm, mm, mm. and go on this Rinkadink podcast this week called Magic FM, and they yep. just gacked our premise. Wait, what are you talking about? What do you what, what do you mean? The episode I'm on, they're yeah. like, send in your Magic the Gathering questions, queries, and quandaries. They used our exact triple Q approach? Uh, they messed it up, I believe. Oh, of course they did. A uh, message from our tweet wow. from Marsha Scanlon. Even, wow, they can't even rip off a podcast idea properly, Dennis. Can't even do that competently. Shh, 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 shh. <laughs> this week, Gabby Sparks and Marsha Scanlon want all of your Magic questions, queries, and conundrums. Couldn't stick the landing. Couldn't stick the landing. Boo. Queer, for our special... And then in quotes, question mark, guest trying to help us answer. It's Scrimey and Magic FM, the Magic Advice crossover you never knew what you wanted. Yeah, if we don't want it, mate. Stop chomping my co-host. Next thing's going to so be... Can, next thing's going to be that, oh, they've poached you. What, next can thing, I do to bring him, what can I do to bring him down from the inside? What do you do to bring him down from the inside? Terrible audio quality, decent yeah, issues, swearing, swear. Swearing, a lot of swearing. Do an entire ad read for a different Magic Retailer. That's good. That's very good. Oh, mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know what? Like, just do it. So do it um, unpredictably as well. So when Gabby's editing it, right, she's got to go find. Ed- ah! she's, yeah, yeah. She's, she's going like to miss some of them. Yeah, she's going to miss some of them. You're going to miss that one. Uh, I'll leave that one in. That that's good context. You know, I'm that, concerned. That's- uh, Nikki's in the in the room next to me. I think she thinks <laughs> I've been like murdered. But we'll see. <laughs> Um, but no, that's very good. Eating sounds also terrible. Um, yeah, a lot of typing. Oh, um, I, I, that's not my game. Just gaps. If I, if I ever play League during an actual episode of Smart, you will know because of how ferociously I click playing League. Yeah, that's probably true. Do you want to give you a sample of me playing League? Let me give you a sample of this. I'm going to, open up I t- I'm going to tell you a League story. This is I actually haven't addressed this with you because I was normal. I would have addressed this during the foreplay, but we didn't have any of that, so we just jumped here's straight the, into it. Here's the, here's the, here's a sample. Yeah, it's all just bangs. It would, and, it would absolutely yeah, come through. It's not great. Um, That's a big story. So the the other night, uh, I was playing The Witness, and Dennis like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, I'm just playing video games. And he's like, "Come and hang out in the Discord. We're just playing games of League." And I'm like, "I'm not going to play." And he's like, he's like, "No, no, just come and hang out. It'll be fine." Right? I was worried Riley was lonely. It was it was a very thoughtful thing that you did, Dennis. So thank you for thinking of me and and bringing me. You know, just and so it was just you and, and a couple of your mates playing, um, and your fiance, I guess, as well, yeah. and the woman you're going to spend the rest of your life with. Just just a mate, just a casual mate. Um, Playing some games. Anyway, you were chatting, talking about TV. I was chatting a little bit. But then I was playing The Witness, pretty, pretty involved puzzle game. I'm, you know, focusing on that. Anyway, you end up losing some game. And then you're like, all right, yeah, okay. I think that's going to be it for me. All right. All right. See you. See you, Ronan. And then signed off. Yeah. I was still in the Discord room. You hadn't said anything in Ronan. like 45 minutes. I thought you were gone. Nah. <laughs> I was still there. Oh, I was God. still there. <laughs> Just hanging out. 
just hanging out, listening to the chat about what were you talking about? Some show about wedding? Don't tell the bride. We were talking don't... about Don't Tell the Bride. Yeah. yeah. So Don't Tell the Bride is a trashy TV show that I think mm. they have in the US as well. Basically, the groom is given it's thirteen thousand pounds. It's ten thousand euro in the Irish one. Some sizable, some size, some of money. Mm-hmm. But with that, they have to plan the entire wedding, buy the wedding dress, plan the hag, the the hag do, the hen do, the stag do, yeah. everything. Okay. Which is not really enough money to do all of that for the most part. Didn't even think about that. That's a good point. But also, yeah. like, I, I couldn't. I mean, I've lived with Megan nearly three years, and I, I, I would not know. So how here's to get a dress the deal. Here's the deal. I think the way they select people for this show is they get the groom and the bride separately to submit what their dream wedding would look like. Yes. And then they just pick the people who had the biggest delta between those two things. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. One's like, yeah, I want a Star Wars themed wedding in Las Vegas, and the other one's yeah. like, I want to get married in a church in my hometown. And they're like, every Great. single woman on the show is like, I, like, just like one of them was like super gothy, loads of tattoos, goth makeup, like really, oh, yeah. really like. Okay. But then she's like, I want to get married in a country house and feel like a princess for a day and the other guy's like oh yeah she's super gothy we'll get married in a catacomb <laughs> yeah exactly it's in Gla- but- dude it's in i think it's in it's either in edinburgh or glasgow it's in the like there's like an underground like oh uh, edinburgh yeah edinburgh. yeah there's yeah. a crypt thing yeah, you, they get married in you, there you can do tours you can do tours it's in so edinburgh. wet everything is so damp you have skeletons everywhere and she's yeah. like oh but without fail every woman gets to the altar and is like oh i'm happy to just settle for this man it's awful it's toxic masculinity the show man it's really bad i feel so bad for all these poor women who just have to accept that these these grooms don't really know them at all Great. Well, that's that's. I didn't, I didn't mean to go off the deep end here, but the show makes me very sad. Although watching, if I watch it with Nikki, it makes me look great. That's the oh, this is very smart as well because you only proposed to Nikki very recently. Yeah, like a month ago. Yeah. Congratulations, by the way, on that. Thank you very much. Um, oh, this is this is very clever priming that you're doing here, mm-hmm. Dennis. This is you're laying the groundwork. Nikki looks at me after every time I watch an episode and is like, "Dennis, the bar is so low. It's now. so She's low. Like, it's so low. Like you just need to if you just set up like." a marquee with some fluttering flags in a park and pop on like your nice trackies you're already one of the guys is like i want to use this as an opportunity to set a world record i don't care what the world record is and the world record he settles on is the most pigs in a parade (laughs) (laughs) so they have the wedding at a pig farm because his nickname for his soon-to-be wife is piggy no which she does not like by the way kelsey freeze and he, best part, really, he doesn't even get the world record. Doesn't the pigs get, don't cooperate. Pigs. What was he one short because the wife didn't show up? Uh, woof. <laughs> but yeah, it's a disaster, dude. It's a disaster. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. We've got to get into the advice, but I want to get, I want to, I want to tell you about one little thing because you just reminded me, a little pet name, right? So Megan recently, right, this is my girlfriend. So she, um, uh, you know, she's like, oh, you don't, you don't use like nice names for me. Right, like you don't, don't call you don't, honey or sweet. You don't call or... honey or sweet. Like oh, I think it's just kind of silly, right? And I'm not not super romantic with that sort of thing. In other ways, I am. Like I've got a lot of time for, her and you know, I you know, I'm very physically affectionate that sort of stuff. But I just all the all the lovey dovey sort of. Riley, talking, you know what you were like. The, Go on. <laughs> I'm not super romantic in that way. Now look. I got a lot of time for her and I'm very physically affectionate with her, which is, yeah, I don't like calling her nice names, but I will listen to her when she blabbers on and we. F- <laughs> that's what it sounded like you were <laughs> okay. getting. Again. Okay, all right. So. Make the timestamp and reaper to bleep it, mate. You got to get to do there as well. Um, but no, what I was actually obliquely making reference to there. Have you heard of the languages of love, like French? No, no. So this is actually something that uh, that this guy and you talked to me about, and I actually kind of subscribe to it. So basically, the idea is that there are, I think it's five different love languages, right? And you have to find... Oh, well, I do know this. Your partner speaks certain ones. And yeah, you some people ones. respond well to physical affection, but respond well to gifts. Exactly. It's like time, effort, gifts, um, 
words, deeds. I can't remember them or whatever, right? But words is definitely not one of mine and it is one of Megan's, right? Mm. So we, I started doing it ironically, which is obviously the, you know. The, Tell me, Aaron, how did those ironic I love you show up? Uh, well, <laughs> no, that's not, that's not where I went. I actually went to like Game of Thrones Moon of my life. Sun oh of wow! My stars. Okay, like my that moon sort of and stars. Thing, right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Because that was very clearly ironic, but she still loved it, right? But then I thought, well, if we're just using like astronomical terms, right? I started saying stuff like my gas giant. <laughs> I started saying stuff like short period comet of my Kuiper belt, <laughs> <laughs> planetoid of my Oort cloud, like that sort of thing. And it's funny because. Short period comet stuck. What? So, yeah, it stuck. And now she is my little comet. Oh, well, comet's okay. Short it's, period comet's well, that, She didn't like short period. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't like short period. <laughs> um, <laughs> to be honest, I did get a confused emoji when I called her a short, a short period comet. But no, comet has stuck. And so now a little, a little pet name that I have for her is now she's a little comet. That's cute. It's cute. And you know what the problem is? Now it's not really ironic, which is kind of making my stomach turn. So maybe I have to drop the, <laughs> drop the comet thing. Anyway, um, well, that's the uh, contractually mandated 13 and a half minutes of non-magic talk out of the way, Dennis, as we mm-hmm. have to do every week. So that's enough of that filler. Should we get in? Should we get into the advice, Dennis? I'm, I'm in the unusual position here where I know the questions and you probably don't really. So that's perfect. I've read the questions. Of course, really. You you the, pre- accusing, you, what kind of person turns up to a podcast without having read the questions, Dennis? What kind of person reads the questions, loser? <laughs> Give me your damn lunch money. Jesus. <laughs> First up, Riley, we got what is rapidly becoming a segment that is taking over the podcast. Yeah. Which is, am I the magical asshole? Is my asshole magical? Should we just call the podcast, is my, is my asshole magical? I... Mm. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm actually not sure. Is that is that is we'll like we we'll get more listens. If I don't know if we we'll get more long term listens, but we'll, we'll definitely get, more get da- we'll get more short term downloads for sure. We'll get to yeah, exactly. Just juice All those right. numbers up. Appropriately anyway. for this segment, approach yeah. with the second bum writes in. Yes, this is Milton. This is a long term long time mm-hmm. contributor, Milton Mendoza or Mendonca or whatever. Writes in and says RLGS has slowly started hosting in person events again, subject mm-hmm. to very specific health rules to abide by. Okay. Recently, I invited a few friends, parentheses three, in my commander play group to play on a Sunday afternoon. When I arrived at the store, I saw a commander game had started at one of the tables and happened to notice my friends were there playing. The game had started about 10 minutes before. I said hello to everyone. And they said, oh, hey, we figured we'd jump in this five-person pot as these two guys asked if we wanted to play. It so turned out they played what seemed like a fun game for about two and a half hours. Get out of town. I left the store about an hour in, annoyed that they simply decided to forfeit our plans. I felt like it was an asshole move to do that given I had organized the plans. And after telling them their move was not cool, I made it a point to not invite them to play again while inviting other members of our group. Nice. Am I the asshole for taking the semi-passive-aggressive approach? The indifference and lack of social common sense was a little frustrating to deal with. Riley, the, the, his friends were all in line to see Made in Manhattan. Yeah. They're, they're going to see that movie, Made, Made in Manhattan. Manhattan. Yeah, this is the worst, and this sucks. Like, you organizing something and then being boxed out of the thing that you... Like, this is like calling a cab for a group of people you're about to go somewhere, and then everyone else gets in the cab and you're left on the on the footpath in the rain. Like, right, did I tell you about the power move I heard on a podcast? Was the, it ours? The Dairy Queen coupon power move. No, go on. So I was into a podcast called, this is a podcast called the Story Brand Podcast for Work that Mashi listens to. All right. And 
It's a weird name. The Story Brand Podcast work that Moshi listens yeah, to. Yeah, it's, it's odd. A, it's a very strange <laughs> name, though. It's there. It was recommended to him by Bakura from school. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but so in the story, imagine the yep. scenario, right? Okay. I'm like, hey, Riley, yep. uh, you and I, we should go to, they go to Dairy Queen in the story, but let's say it's a different ice cream chain. Let's go and okay. say it's McDonald's. All right. Let's go to McDonald's, get some McFlurries. The famous like, ice cream chain, McDonald's. Yeah. And you're like, cool. And I'm like, here we go. I'll drive you. Okay. We're like, great. We go to McDonald's. I'm like, you go ahead. You go first. So you go up and you order. What kind of McFlurry would you order, Riley? What are the options? Let's see. This is not no, no, necessarily. This, I, I don't know that we need to be this detailed. No, no, no. I, um, the I'll eight best ch- McDonald's. Okay, no, I want. Look, what's an Irish McFlurry option? Here we go. Mini Oreo. That sounds good. So sorry, Oreo, Malteser, or Smarties? Uh, Oreo. I'll take an Oreo. Okay, so you go up there, and yep. you're like, hey, I like an Oreo McFlurry, please. This is a great podcast, I get up, by the way. I get up next to you. Yeah. I slam my buy one, get one free McFlurry coupon on the table. Yes. I get my McFlurry for free. Are and then you kidding? I no. just leave. We don't even eat the ice creams together. I just get in my car and I drive God. away. Why? Why is that part of it? I don't know, but that's part of the original story. Why is that part of the correctly. original thing? But I mean, it is. That's what happened to the guy on the podcast. And I was the like, the coupon is thing. The coupon thing is amazing. The coupon thing is amazing. It's so good, right? It's that's like if someone did that to me, I wouldn't even be pissed off. I'd just be impressed. You, you got me. Drove off and left me there. Well, I'd that's be a little weird. Annoyed. The abandonment part's weird. <laughs> no, but the the whole because I'm already I've already bought in. Like I'm already to pay the. I mean, it's a McFlurry, Michael. How much could it cost? Twenty dollars. Yeah. Um, I'm already bought in for that. I'm going to pay that, right? And then you just go, yeah. I'm riding on your coattails. I'm getting a free one. That's so, so good. That's so good. And it's my idea for us to get the McFlurries because I know mine's going to be free. Yes. Well, no, you've played. You played me like a fiddle if you right, did that. Refocusing one. on approach the second bump. Yeah. So what's Milton's gun? This is this is terrible. And His I friends actually- are massive assholes. I think he's a mild asshole for going about it in a slightly passive aggressive way. Maybe it would be more like honorable to. Or virtuous, let's say, to confront them directly and try to. That's them, hard, you know. though. It's not always yeah, an easy I, I, thing to and do. I don't, I don't blame him for not doing no, that. I, like, I think there are situations where you can your actions can be justified, but you're still kind yeah. of an asshole, and I think that's this. I think, look, there's certainly ways to have played this better, but they're hard. Mm-hmm. Like to to go and have a conversation with people about this sort of stuff is is tough, and sometimes you just don't want to do that, and it's I easy. Mean, to, if they're not going to put in the effort for Milton, why should you put in the effort for them? That's another good point as well. Like, why, but they're not even worth the time. Like, if the juice isn't worth the squeeze, right? I, I don't fault Milton at any point during this no. story at all. Like, first half, absolutely not. You walk oh, out yeah. of there, you don't invite them again, absolutely no issue with that, right? The not talking to them part, I could see people saying, well, you know, you should definitely talk to your friends. But I also can see the other perspective where it's like, actually, you know what? It's too hard. I don't want to have a conversation. It's too much effort. The juice isn't worth the squeeze. Um, and again, if they're, yeah, as you say at the end, the indifference, the lack of social common sense was frust- a little frustrated, more than a little frustrated. That's ins- It's insulting. It's active. Like, this it is, is actually, an, like, it is an, downright crappy behavior. An insult that you organize to do something with your friends. They patch you for a, they, sorry, they, they, like, organized to do it. They, they don't even organize it. They just p- play a pickup game with someone else that lasts for two and a half. They've wasted your time. They've shown you disrespect. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. You could have talked to them about it, but I don't think you're obliged to. I don't blame to. you for not doing it at all. Yep, absolutely not. All right. All right, next one here, Dennis. <clears throat> Comes to us uh, from yeah. Tyron Phillips. Punch it, Riley. Who goes, am I the asshole? I was 2-2 in a modern league on MTGO. My final match was against White, against White Blue Control. For reference, entry, entry costs 100 play points. 2-3 gets you 50, and 3-2 gets you 100 play points plus a treasure booster. So if you get three, if you go 3-2, you're up. Um, we had a long and very grindy game. We are both low on the clock. I had about three minutes left when they eventually ran out of time with a lethal attack having been declared. Considering that in a paper tournament, they definitely would have won about five seconds later. Should I have given them the win and scooped? 
Am I the asshole? Nice, no simple, nice, way. simple softball for us here. One thousand percent no. The clock 1, is part of the game, part online, of the game. baby. Part of the game. So this was actually something that cropped up a lot when you know uh, with Magic Fest Online, how we kind of made yes. the transition to playing online, and how you know there were, there's a, a brutal, ruthless, unforgiving chess clock that takes no prisoners. Mm-hmm. You can you can lose with a with lethal damage being you know you, you can make with a lethal le- attack with a, with, a le- with a lethal bolt on the, on the stack on the stack, and 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 if if the clock gets you, the clock gets you. People say, oh, it's you know it's not the same. The animations ah, get out of town. If you're going to play a long deck. A long deck. If you if you play a long deck, Dennis, if you want to win a game long deck style, <laughs> you, you need you need to come. You've prepared. got that long deck energy. If you've got that long deck energy, you need to be prepared to play quickly, and that means a level of mechanical practice. In the same way that if you learn to play a complex deck in paper, you need to be good at going through uh-huh. the actions and knowing your lines, that sort of stuff. You need to click. Now, you need to click fast. One step further, Riley. Go on. Let's say you and I are playing. Yeah. And you have a, you, you've opted for a long deck strategy. <laughs> okay, yeah. And you're running low on time in this competitive setting with the chest locks. Yes. Is it an asshole move of me to start casting irrelevant spells? No, because I mean, if 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 it is a proper Part functioning of the game, if it's a if it's a proper functioning chess clock, like we see, you see this in professional sports, you see, but this you have to respond to them. Well, not necessarily, right? Let's say I have a spell that requires... Like, this is very specific, right? But, but like, what I mean is, is is it assholey of me to take what are largely insignificant game actions with only the goal of running down your clock because that is now my out to win the game? No, I think it's an out. It's an out and it's part of the game, you know? It's, I think it, so. Like, I actually think so, too. I think some people disagree with this because it's not true to the, the... It's letter of the law, not spirit of the law. In this but, case, but the spirit thing of the is, game. you can't stall online. Dude, I know. Like, I, 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 like it's weird because like, I'm trying to play devil's advocate so we can have the discussion, but we both so firmly agree like, in the opposite direction. You, you can't on like in paper, you can get done for stalling or slow play. I mean, also you just don't. But that's a separate issue. Yeah, they. I mean, yeah, it's it's not policed as it should be, but whatever. Um, but online, you just can't. You can't get done for stalling. You can't yeah, get done for yeah, slow yeah, play. Your your clock is your own responsibility. That's it. And, you know, it'd be great if we could actually have... I would prefer to have that in paper than make the digital game align with the paper rules, right? Because I think digital... This is an area where digital is better. So, no, Tyrone, 100% not the arsehole. Play to your outs. You're there to win. It's competitive. Like, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. No problem at all. It's literally... Riley, purely in the words of Obi-Wan Kenobi, if you mm-hmm. lose to the chess clock on Arena or Magic Online, mm-hmm. you have done that yourself. I think he... I, is that, that's not the direct quote, but it's a paraphrase. It's it is because you have done that yourself. I can't remember what it's in reference to, though. It's always yelling. You did this yourself. I don't know. Anyway, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is true. A moment, um, Riley. No. Let me Google it. It's the point where they're on Mustafa and yeah. Padme comes. And says, I don't know where you are anymore. And you, you drove me. You drove her away from me. And then I think he says, "You it's, did you that. Have done, it is, you, have, you have done that yourself. You have done that yourself. Yeah, because he goes, "You drove her. You turned her against me. That's it. yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have done that yourself. What a film. It is the best film. From my point of view, the chess clock is evil. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got another, another magical butthole question here from Kurt. Right. Go, go, go. Kurt Redson says, at the end of M19, I was playing Scape Shift at my LGS right after LSV1 P- GP Denver. It was Magic Fest Denver, I believe that's by the way. I was playing, oh, maybe it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Anyway, I was playing the Mirror, except he was playing the LSV list, and I was playing a modified Saffron Olive Gates list. Well, this is, you're already the asshole, mate. This is the problem. No. Anyway. <laughs> no, uh, because not at I could, all. It's because I couldn't afford the lands for Bant, and I even had wow, to buy an escape ship. you feel Very bad reasonable. Now. Budget Magic Solutions. Check out Riley's Budget Magic Shares and Channel Cheap tricks, mate. Cheap tricks. Anyway, 
I managed to win game three by casting Scapeshift and giving my zombies haste with Samut, Tyrant, Smasher. Tech. After the match, my opponent openly said Samut was a bad card, so I decided to show him some of my other budget card choices I knew he would find questionable. He was visually upset, packed up his things, and dropped from the tournament. Am I a magic asshole? No. Nope. Sup- Surprise pal move, baby. Got him. Snuck got him into the wrong section. Absolutely got him. So, Kurt, what I love about this. Th- like rent this free. Always- living rent free in his brain zone. Oh, but you know what? I always love these situations where an opponent's like, gee, that's a bad card. And then you beat them with it. Mm-hmm. And then this, this, this opponent has said that after they've been beaten by it. Oh, I want to sh- show you a clip, Riley. Ah. This is off the podcast. Everybody should look this up if you can. I don't know how you yeah. can find it, but there's a clip of somebody playing League that I found Go recently on. where they're getting dumpstered by the other person in their lane. They're just getting absolutely destroyed. Yeah. And they keep saying in chat on like Discord, they're keeping like, he literally does nothing. His champion literally does nothing. I, like, why are you guys even worried about him? He does nothing. And everyone else is like, dude, he's like 5 and 0. Oh. He's killed you five yeah. times. <laughs> and it'll be, like, it'll be like, Riley has been slain. And it goes, his yes. champion does nothing. And like they're like, he just killed you. And the guy goes, No. And like that what? level of that level of like <laughs> reality denial is perfect. And it is exactly oh. the same issue that I get from this card sucks. It's like, okay, but I killed you with it though. I just so. beat you with it. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean it's so so sure, okay. Let's accept your premise is true. This card sucks. That means you sucks, suck even more. <laughs> sucks to lose to it if it's such yeah. a bad card, huh? Oh, my goodness. So good. Yeah, this happened uh, to a friend of mine, Brian, back in this is years ago. Uh, original Theros, right? He was main decking. Was it Drown in Sorrow? The mm-hmm. minus two, minus two, minus right? Minus two, yeah. Um, he was main decking that, and his opponent played a bunch of one ones and two twos. And Brian cast this game one this thing and, and just killed him game one. And then the guy was like, "Wow!" Brian's like, "What?" He's like, he, "He looks really pissed off." Brian's like, "What?" He goes, "I just honestly, I can't believe you do that." He's like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "Don't you know that that's a sideboard only card?" <laughs> and Brian's like. Well, it was pretty good in this game one. <laughs> anyway, I think, um, I don't know if it was that card or later a foil emerged, right, of that card. <laughs> and Brian wrote sideboard only on it. <laughs> and I put it in my cube. It was Mate, very like, good. It's like suboptimal decisions can still win games, 100%. Yeah. And, especially, just, and, and dude, when you're doing it for budget reasons, yeah. like, um, yeah. like, like, like like the listener here, uh, Kurt, it Kurt, makes perfect yeah. sense. It, and it's and it's just all the tasty when people just get get become salty sea dogs and uh, your car you're, you're you're a third rate duelist with a with a with a fourth rate deck and I just took a fifth rate loss as well so yeah get it up yeah get it up your opponent that's fantastic. All right, Gabe Kroger, which is a very cool name, Riley, writes in and says, I went to my LGS about a year ago to play Commander in the evening. It was announced I was in a pot of three, and when I got to my assigned table, I noticed that I was the only one there. The owner of the game store told me the other two players in my pod were together and they were 30 minutes late and I had to wait. This is an LGS horror story made so far. I had to wait. You had. must wait. You must wait. A ton daily players. Anyway, the couple showed up 45 minutes later. Wow. <laughs> As it was already late in the night and commanding us to take long, I decided to play a glass cannon combo deck to make sure I either lost or won early. This game's going to end in five turns one way or another, baby. I love it. Yep. It was a Maelstrom Wanderer deck with Crank Up Mob Boss, Intruder Alarm, and 97 lands. Which is just like, you just win on the spot. Like Basically, you play the, you play the Maelstrom Wanderer, uh, Cranko, Intruder Alarm, untap the, untap the Cranko, make more, go- yeah, you get it, you win. I pulled off my combo by turn five. One of the players played Path to Exile on my Cranko before Maelstrom Wanderer could resolve and gave him haste. I politely conceded on the spot as my deck didn't have any other win conditions, and the couple proceeded to tell me that my combo was weak, and they were disappointed that they drove 45 minutes just to play each other. I don't normally pull that deck out other than as a gag for friends, but am I the asshole for playing a deck like that in this situation? Mate, you're fighting assholes with assholes here. I think it's fine. 
I just like the fact that the the owner of the store, uh, you know, they, they turn up to play. Oh, the owner comes and says, oh, they're going to be 30 minutes late. And then they turn up 45 minutes late. They got the, the Straniac clock the, on. The name of the person who turned up, Dennis, Dennis Straniac. <laughs> well, look, here's the thing. I think genuinely here, Gabe, mm. an ass for an ass in this world does not make the whole world stinky. I think you played a blinder here. An ass for an ass doesn't make the whole world constipated? No. Um, it would not be constipated. Well, okay. Well, let's talk about it. So, so an eye. This this is now what the podcast is about. If you disable an eye, you can no longer see. Correct. You are blind. If, if you, you disable, disable an ass, then you can no longer. If you disable poop. a butthole, it means you can no longer have a poo poo. Which means that I would say the the blindness equivalent for buttholes is constipation. I suppose that makes sense, right? Or um, mm, hang on. No, I think. Okay. I think the blindness equivalent for a butthole is diarrhea, because what a butthole no. does is keep the poo in. Oh well, no. I okay. This is this is some this is some real chicken uh, and the egg. <laughs> this is some real like yeah, um, like blue dress, orange dress, or whatever type yep. thing, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you're uniquely poorly equipped for that one, but yes. This, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I looked just like I don't know, <laughs> no idea. <laughs> what was the other one? The sound. Uh, yeah, Lanny, Green, uh, yeah, Laurel and Yanni. Yeah. Laurel and Yanni. That's right. This is some, yeah. Brain free, the I, we brain. really okay. So segment next week, right? What is the function? Well, no, but, I mean, I think you can look this up. What um, is blind hole? But if what a is person, blindness? if a person is paralyzed from the waist down, no, but it's not about that. It's not about that. It's about the butthole performing its key function, which it can't do if a person would be paralyzed from the waist down. Is that is that true? I believe so. Okay, we can get into the medical. I'll I'll be happy to accept the medical ins and outs of it if it supports my case, but otherwise we're going to leave it to the side because it's fake news. It doesn't matter. That's an alternative Um, fact. Okay. Um, I want to hear, but I want to hear from the listeners, Dennis. I don't want to solve this this week. I want to hear from the listeners. I want to, I want to have a community discussion about this. Is the equivalent of blindness for your butthole, is it constipation or is it diarrhea? Oh, hang on. This has gotten even more. So, okay. This is, does it, is it, is it the, the primary function of the butthole to keep the poo poo in? Or to let the poo poo out, I argue. I argue that it's constipation, Dennis. It's yeah. I, uh, okay, okay. I think I'm right. Well, There's let's a... let let's let's throw it open to the court of public opinion, Dennis. Let's 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 come yeah, back to this next okay. week. All right, hit us up. Bit.ly slash join Riley's Discord. Go to the Smart Discussion channel. Let us know. Are you on hashtag constipation? Hashtag diarrhea. Um, let us that's know not fair. My hashtag's harder to spell. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right. Um, hashtag constipation hashtag hot snakes back back to diarrhea please <laughs> hashtag squirting like a country goose <laughs> god hashtag could do it through a screen door um, anyway whatever, what? you, whatever you choose <laughs> uh, let us know um, but no All right, the three remaining listeners Gabe, not the asshole Gabe's not the asshole here not, not no all. absolutely no. not Bagram Bagram, Bagram, turned up late. They're going to talk, you know, talk nonsense about your deck as well. No, absolutely. I don't have time for this sort of stuff, Dennis. Don't have time for it. All right. For the three remaining listeners following that tirade, right, we have some um, LGS horror stories. We do. We do want to, we, well, I want to address something before that. Mm-hmm. On the, on the show notes, like we've got the, the titles for the different headings and we've got the headings. You set up the show notes this mm-hmm. week. I'll remind everyone. And, um, you know, we've got uh, MLE Arsenal, da, 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 we go down through all the things. And then before the, he- the the main heading LGS Horror Stories, just above that, we have LSV. 
Yeah, do you think LSU's an asshole? That was all. No. Um, there was a clip that Jeff sent me from Constructed Resources. Um, yes. Let me see if I can remember it correctly. It's their sign-off from the previous episode they just did. Right. And yes, yes, yes. So they were playing in an event, and mm. Luis was positioned as such. It was a rather small event that he could win and get into top eight in his match, and his mm. opponent could not. And the opponent yes. refused to concede to him okay, because they wanted to play. Yeah. Is that person an asshole? Oh, do we have to get into this? I yes. don't know, man. I don't. Is that know. person an asshole? Because Luis and BK had a, were in strong agreement about the answer, and I want you to. I want to know your take before you know what their answer what, was. What did they say? What did they say? No, no, no. You first. Oh, are they an I asshole don't... for costing for for reducing the like equity? You know, which we talked about this on the podcast before. Yeah, I don't know. Let me put it this way. I would have conceded. That's not what I asked, right? Is that person an asshole for not conceding? I don't think so. Like, I think they're allowed to not do it. Wow. Well, you'll be pleased to know Andrew and Louise both massively agree with you. And everybody yeah, who, I mean, everybody they, who plays a tournament has their right to play the games they get to yeah, play. Yeah, exactly. Like, they don't have to. You cannot like them for doing it, but I don't think it objectively makes them an asshole. I said Louise was like, Louise, Louise spot, is like but, they can do whatever they want. That's fine. I get it. That's yeah. okay. They're entitled to that. Okay. Whew. Whew. All right, dodge that bullet. All right, let's get on to it. LGS Horror Stories, here they come. These are two particularly spicy LGS Horror Stories, Riley, so much so that I think we do need to include the musical stinger for it. Oh, of course the musical stinger's going into it, Dennis. Don't even worry about it, because it's right, well, time then... for... Oh, sorry. I was going to say, all right, everyone oh, at home, strap in, secure, secure, your, secure your arms and legs, keep your arms and legs inside the coaster at all times. Because it's time for... LGS Horror Stories. So there's two here, Bradley. I'm actually going to reverse the order because the first one that I have in the document is so egregious, I want to save it for last. All right, okay. So let's, let's kick things off with Tomodachi and, Express. And here. the first, the, the one we're about to read, Tomodachi Express, is literally involves endangering human lives. So oh, Great. I'm, I can't wait. I can't, I, I can't wait. Let's go. Here we go. Tomodachi Express says, I just found out that someone I played EDH with 11 days ago has been in quarantine for the past week because they have been exposed to COVID-19. And they're waiting for their test results. That is, Note, that is a, that's a rough bounce. The owner of the LGS is aware of the situation because of an employee whoa, 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 of the whoa, whoa, LGS. Whoa, 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 Back it up. When does the LGS come to this? Mm-hmm. You played EDH with someone at an LGS? Oh, oh, no. Okay. Yep, yep, oh, yep, 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 yep. This isn't just in a lounge room, Dennis. No, no, no. The LGS owner knows. Uh, the way I found out about this is I saw an article in my local paper saying that someone who works at the same place as the person that I played EDH with tested positive for COVID-19. And I asked one of the LGS workers about it. The owner hadn't told anyone about the situation, not even people who played what? the individual, or have been in contact with the worker who was also in quarantine, nor have they done anything to clean the store and continue oh to hold events. Oh my goodness. What is this smooth-brained troglodyte <laughs> I doing? Think this, this is the only question we've had submitted to the podcast, Riley, where I think the advice we offer is you should probably just call the police. <laughs> like, we've never we've never got to this level. We've never... No. Like, <laughs> dear smart... My friend brought a, a mass land destruction deck to the. Uh, well, yeah, no, call the police. Call the police. <laughs> call, call, call the, the cops. Police. Call the police. It depends on where you live and what the restrictions and things are. But this is this is reckless endangerment of your customers, man. This, this is, is crazy. this like this isn't even funny. No, this like this. They're not going to make. Like we're laughing here. a little bit, but it's just because of how absurd like, the situation. When is. When this started, I'm kind of like, oh, that kind of sucks. Yeah, like you, you know, Had you not read this before? EDH, that sort of stuff. But what? I thought you'd read the notes, right? I thought you'd read the show notes before we started the podcast. Oh, um. Yeah, no, I did. I'm. I Got just, him. 
I'm just, I was trying to, um, uh, 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 oh, okay, I've got to remember to edit, edit all this bit out. Edit all that out, edit all that edit out. All that no, out like, and then go for, okay, this is go for so again. absolutely awful. Tomachi Express, I'm so sorry. Oh, I mean, when I read this before the show started, Dennis, I just Okay, all right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is terrible. This is actually terrible. And, um, like, it, I don't know, like, I'd be furious. I'm I curious. am furious. It didn't even happen to me. Like I'd, I'd be, I'd be ropeable, Dennis, because like there's so many. This is not a health podcast. This is we're not doctors. We're not here to give you professional medical advice. But there is so much evidence to suggest that people can go around symptomless to give, mm-hmm. you know, to transmit it without ever con- like seeming to contract it themselves, right? People have to be so careful. You don't know what's going on in other people's lives. Even if you're, you know, twenty something, ah, I'll be fine. I'm not going to die from it. Ah, my friends are all fine. Riley, you know, I <clears throat> yesterday. I had a cough. Yeah. I called the doctor. I was like, hey, I have a cough and I feel a little bit fevery. Yeah. And they were like, don't go anywhere. We'll give you a, uh, a coronavirus test in two days. And I said, yes. okay. And I'm yep. doing that. Yep. Even though it's incredibly unlikely that I have it. And if mm-hmm. I did get it, I would, be, I would likely be fine. But just like... For, to just like... It's not... The, but that decision wasn't even close to me. To anyone who's thinking about it, I'd be fine, right? Is think, think of your... Even if you think you have the right not to be careful, right? You're going around, you might meet someone whose grandmother is very sick and has a respiratory disease and who- Some, of these, some people might, just like, don't care about that stuff, man. And I know, and it's awful and it's heinous. Yeah, it's and sometimes, sometimes they own local game stores by the sounds of it. Yeah, that's terrible. Well, Tom, honestly, like, I don't know if you were kind of joking before, but honestly, I- I, I, I I'm I'd, not. I, like, I would report this place. Yeah, I don't know if you can to the, like, to the cops or the authorities it or whatever where you else, live, but, but there must, there's likely some sort of health authority you can report yeah. them to. Get them out of town. That's terrible. All right. All right. Bring the <sighs> move back up a little, Riley. Okay. We got one last LDS horror story. <clears throat> and that this really one is, a story. is This one is villainous. Oh, Dennis, Out, I know. Right, I mean, I've villainous. read it. Villainous. Okay. All right. I'll let you read it again for, for the fun <laughs> of it, I guess. But this one is From Dustin Callahall here. <clears throat> long time, a long time contributor and fan here. Dustin Callahall. So a couple of years ago, a new LGS had opened in my town. Previous to this, the closest one was two and a half hours away. So we were very, very excited to have finally have a place ways. to play FNM and actually draft. That's fantastic. A local LGS, you'd love to see it. This was to be short-lived. Mm. We started going weekly and just getting crushed by the store owner. He would play in every event, even if it would make an odd number. So that was about, okay, not weird for a store owner to play in events, but weird, like usually just to fill out numbers. That's weird. To make the event worse is yeah, odd, yeah. Okay. And win every time. Okay. Mm. I, that's very strange. I was relatively new at the time. I just assumed that I was worse at the game than him. Very reasonable. self-aware, very reasonably. One day, we were playing casually, and I noticed he very casually drew two cards during his turn. I mentioned Curious. that and he says, oh, sorry, and puts them back thinking nothing of this. We play on. Okay. Already, the red flags are starting to rise. A couple of days later, a friend, a friend brings up a similar thing that happened to him, but during an event. More and more started to catch the store owner cheating, whether it be drawing extra cards, dropping cards into his lap while shooting. Oh, the lap zone. Mm. And even once noted him adding cards from the store's collection into his limited decks. Oh, yeah, no, this Mana Vault. Yeah, no, I... Uh, yeah, I pulled oh, it in, the, in this... It's in Theros Beyond Death, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I mean, there was one in the window, in the shop in the shop display, but no, nah, I don't know. I don't yeah, know this, this this white border day of judgment, I'm pretty sure it's in, like... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's in M21, right? You know, this foil Charizard, I'm pretty sure it's good to go. <laughs> It got to the point where in tournaments I would have to watch him like a hawk to make sure I wasn't getting cheated. 
But in the classic nature of the LGS horror stories, yes, yes, yes. Though after noticing the, this, the attendance dropped heavily at the store and it went under all a the stores and all the stories lgs horror stories end like this it's perfect yeah, but this it's is perfect, this is this is the worst one we've ever seen i think this is the worst lgs horror story. i mean taking outside the fact that you know there's an lgs owner endangering people's lives right but that's that's somebody valuing their selfishness or their ignorance or their the commerce yeah, this, of their business it, we, yeah, over, we talk about different yeah. worlds we're talking about different yeah. worlds here this is maliciousness over a children's card game <laughs> this is different Oh man, you know those stories, right? Like you can go to the, you can go to the subreddit. Don't you know who I am, or do you know who I am, or something like that, right? And one of my favorite ones is like, you know, the I want to speak to your manager, please, and then they go, mm. I am the I manager, am manager, right? But there's one that's even better because there's a story, there's a story <laughs> about one of them going up to the manager, right, and saying, "Are you uh, so, sorry?" So they get they get served by a, a you know one of the people in the shop. And they say, I want to see, speak to your manager. So she goes, sure. And gets the manager. And the manager comes over and says, I want you to fire this worker. She hasn't been helpful. She's been rude. She's been all that sort of stuff. And then the person, the manager looks at the 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 the, 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 short, the store worker and says, um, uh, what do you think? Do you think I should fire you? It's like, what are you doing? Why are you asking them? It's like, they're, they're the, the owner. <laughs> and I just, I like the idea that in this LGS, if you like wanted to complain, you would complain judge jury and execution this then. person exactly right? well no you can play the wpn as you can play it yeah, that's it that's, that's the real answer here's isn't the it? thing if this was a plot line in Yu-Gi-Oh, riley you would think it was ridiculous <laughs> nah no nah. this is an anime plot line if this was a plot line in Yu-Gi-Oh, i'd be like yep all right if seto kaiba owned a store and cheated all the time i'd be like yeah well okay cheating doesn't seem to be a thing in Yu-Gi-Oh. like everyone just seems in the Yu-Gi-Oh anime everyone's cheating all the yeah, time like but like how does this line up against Hacking a satellite and smashing it into the DCI server to change the outcome of a game. That's pretty good, actually. Maybe that's what. Yeah, that's what this. That's what this person moved on to after their LGS failed. That's where they. LGS where they horror story. I started going to this new local game store, and I was losing a match. So the guy went outside and drove his car through the front of the store into the computer, so the pairings, so the tournament never happened. Am I an asshole for complaining? <laughs> Thank you very much, everyone, for listening to our dumb podcast, Scrimey River. What a pleasure it's been. This has been a banger of an episode, Dan. It's been a good yeah, one. Yeah, tight, fast. The energy's been fantastic. Of course, we do have to get across the secret podcast within a podcast. No Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, last week. Growing less secret each with each passing yeah, week. Yeah, it's not, it's not even secret anymore. Um, no Yu-Gi-Oh! last week. Uh, you watched I watched Alien. I watched Alien instead. I, I want to talk Alien. about that briefly. I loved it. Alrighty, I think you just like horror things now. False. No, I actually we, we spent after so I watched I watched Alien with all the subs, and once we um once we finished it. So by the way, for those of you who don't know, if you're a supporter of mine on either Twitch or on uh, Patreon for Half Us History, we have viewing parties every Monday night to usually watch Yu Gi Oh. <clears throat> we watched Alien this week, but if you want to come and watch watch stuff with us, it's it's. Can fantastic I tell you something night. that re- you reminded me of just now because the you said you were at subs. When we first moved into the office here, the Channel 4 office in Dublin, yep. there was some furniture there from the previous owner, very normal, some desks and stuff like that. And there was one whiteboard. Sure. And there were two words written on that whiteboard that were a relic of the previous company that occupied Love the it. office. Love it. And that we've never been able to decipher. The first word was managing, which is just like a verb, adverb, right? You know, the sure. second word is really carrying the brunt of the meaning in a sentence. Yeah. Yeah. The second word was subbies. 
Oh, no, I was thinking you were going to say subs, and I was like, all right, no, sure, managing subbies. the subs. So I don't know if this subbies. is a subscription service they're talking about, yeah. or if it was a very, very button-up sort of fetish dungeon, perhaps. Yes, potentially, <laughs> but yes. But we've never been able to figure out what managing subbies meant. Yeah, and you could never figure out what, what all those, like, oiled chains were doing hanging up from the walls. All the, all the, yeah. all the, all the tarpaulins as well is very strange. The, yeah, very, very, it was immaculate. The carpet was immaculate. It was crazy. Yeah. Very fun swing in there, though. It was a bit yeah, uncomfortable to sit on, but it was good fun. Anyway. Yeah, it's like um, we sit in a medicine ball. It's a very new-agey office type thing. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Anyway, um, so we watched Alien, and I loved it. And I can't explain exactly why. I think it was the mm. setting and the, the vibe. The setting is very you. The vibe of it. And I think and we talked about this at length afterwards because we were trying to figure out why Resident Evil scares the bejesus out of me. Yeah, this I don't understand. And and Alien doesn't. And first of all, I don't want to get a like Beatles Ocarina of Time here, right? But it's not a scary film. Alien. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a little not. old. It's not. Like maybe in 1979 it was. But like, it's, it's a thriller. Like, it's not a horror movie. Pardon? It's an action thriller, I would say. Yeah. Uh, not action, but it's definitely a thriller. And it, I mean, you could say that's a horror film, but you know what? Why it's not? It's like, first of all, I've been playing sci-fi games and reading sci-fi stuff nearly, you know, nearly twenty years. So it's not. Does your love for sci-fi take precedence over your fear of the? Price? Absolutely, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. I mean, I like. I, I'm enjoying Alien: Isolation so much more than I'm. Not that saying much. Resident Evil, just because I like the setting more, right? Yeah, yeah. Like it, it, it does stuff for me. But. Um, I think the the other the other uh, really big thing about Alien is that you know not only the age and and the setting and all that sort of stuff it's not creepy. No, that's what gets me. That's what we figured out after talking about it. One of the subs said, "Oh, Riley, it's easy. You you get scared by creepy stuff. You know, so like bugs in the walls. Um, one of the one of the things about uh, um, Resident Evil that scared me the most is when they tie you down mm. and they're like you know that they have a knife. That's so didn't didn't like that right." Um, didn't like the bit where they were like scuttling away just out of sight, all that sort of thing. Couldn't stand that, right? But the and the like the grossness of it, I, I didn't deal with. But no, Alien is like it's scary, but it's not. I, and I re- I'm going to watch Aliens too. I'm going to really. Um, I'm going to. I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to enjoy that. I think because I mean it's Alien, a very different a- film. Aliens two, Alien harder. A- aliens two, electric, electric <laughs> Alien low. I don't know. Anyway. Um, but that's my Alien review. Uh, thought it was really good. Really interesting the franchise. I want to just go and do a deep dive on the lore, like read all of the lore and everything. But I'm waiting. Well, to it's going to lead you films. to Predator eventually. Pardon? It's going to lead you to Predator eventually. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's interesting because I'm also realizing that, like with any fan base, there are some very strong opinions that people have on different mm. sides of the fence when it comes to you know. This film's good, that film's bad, just like Star Wars and Zelda and all the rest of it. Anyway, that was my Monday evening. Um, what have you been playing, Dennis? You've been playing any any. Push, playing a little bit more Fall Guys. Still pushing through Ghosts of Tsushima. Yes. Which Mashi corrected my pronunciation when I said Tsushima. What is it? It's Tsushima. Tsu. The, the, the Tsu phonetic doesn't exist in English, which means I'm almost certainly pronouncing it wrong. Tsushima. That's, that's something I empathize with because there's tons of letters in Croatian that don't exist in English. Mm, mm, so mm. I totally get it. Like what? But um, it's a long game. Well, hang on. What's a, what's a letter in Croatian that doesn't exist? There are two... So you know the, the word... The, what is the noise that is made by CH? In English. Ch. So there are two chs in Croatian. Oh, and there's like... There's no, there's ch and there's ch. Yeah. No, that's stupid. That's dumb. No, that's like my get in the car bit. That's dumb, Dennis. It, no, but, it, I, but like my dad is like, no, there's, there's different symbols. They're different letters. Say it again. Ch and ch. Nah. Nah. I, dude, I know. <laughs> get I'm out of town. I'm doing it right. I'm what kind of language right. is this? What kind of language is this? Ch then and there's ch. there's a zh. Yeah, zh. Okay, I'll give you that one. That's different. Like a D, which is a D and a Z put together. G. D and a Z. Does, does this? 
Anyway, yeah. So, how is Ghost of Shishima going? Ghost of Chishima yeah. is uh, it's good. It's a long game, long game. And I, I get I get to this point in games, and generally happens. I mean, hopefully, it happens. I'm like 90 percent of the game, where I'm like, and now we're going to finish the game. Yes, specifically in, in like open world games, where I'm like, I'm not doing the side quests anymore. Let's just yeah, and now it's yeah. time I to win like the Rising game. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm worried. I've gotten to that point mentally in Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, I don't want to be racist. I'm just making a joke about the fact that I definitely can't pronounce Tsushima correctly. Yeah, and you've got and the fact that your native language has five thousand different. Ju- and it has four extra letters stuff. compared to English, I believe. But um, yeah, and I, I'm worried. I'm actually only like seventy percent of the way through. You gonna tough it out? I mean, yeah, the combat's still fun and stuff, so I'll, I'll get through it. But like, yeah. it's long game, meaty yeah, game. Nice. I, th- I think you'd like it. I, I'll probably play it eventually. I still haven't finished. I'm I'm nursing. Um, last Horizon. of us. No, no. Last last oh God, yeah. Nursing How's that it. Going? Nursing it, dude. Nursing it. Um, just left the aquarium. Um, okay. Just left the aquarium to go back to the potentially mild um, spoilers for the Last of Us Part Two. No, no, no. I'm not going to. It's not going to. And this is the thing. I'm not going to spoil. That's why I'm trying to think about it. And why is it isn't going to spoil anything? Just left the aquarium to go back to the shipping shipping crates. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. Yeah. So because not, those people that you were with are still there. Not loving it. Not loving no. it. No. Not loving it. That part of the game kind of sucks. Kind of sucks. Didn't like the boat bit. Almost as much as the golf part. Almost as much as the golfing. <laughs> the golf. The golfing part was not fun, and the boating part was also... This game... What do people think? If you haven't played this game, it's got golfing, it's got boating. Yeah, yeah, it's Wii Sports. It's, uh, it's, it's Wii Sports Resort, exactly, yeah. <laughs> all right, thank you all for joining us for another episode of Scrammy River with each passing week. Actually, this, this episode this was pretty one was, magic yeah, heavy. This one was magic heavy. You, you keep saying this gag. You keep trotting out this gag, Dennis, but I think we found a nice equilibrium. Yeah, th- please join me on Magic FM again this week. I'm recording that tomorrow with uh, uh, Moshi and Gabby, so more, more pearls of wisdom there. Yeah, uh, send in your questions. Questions on the Discord, uh, bit.ly slash it's Riley's Discord. Definitely do that. No, no, no. Rug. Join, join Riley's Discord. Is it not? You said it's earlier. No, Isn't it's it definitely both? join. No, you, it okay, used to be it's, Riley. but then yeah, join gotcha. Riley's Discord. Yeah. Join Riley's Discord. Yeah. yeah thank yeah. you, Andy and Greg, for the wonderful music at the top of the show. And thank you to Motion Ray for all the random bits in between, I guess, for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and dear. We'll catch on the flip side. Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs> <laughs>